like they're lining up. Well, they're excited. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Sons of Milnir. As always, I am Fat Thor. I'm Gorgon. And we are here to bring you our reaction and discussion of the brand new Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Before we get into this, I have to let all of y'all know, I just want you to know, last night, TJ and I here stayed up late, and we were working on our long-belated, like, review cap of Multiverse of Madness, and we get off off of Zoom, and, and I get a phone call, like, 30 minutes later, a text message, and he's like, bro, the trailer dropped for Thor Love and Thunder, <laughs> like, you have to check it out, so, like... Last night is scrapped. We're here for Thor, <laughs> Love, and Thunder, guys. Yeah, our Multiverse of Madness discussion, that's still definitely going to come out. Maybe might come out in clips as opposed to a full video. But yeah, like Gorgon said, as soon as we got off the call last night, this trailer dropped and we were like, okay, we got to come back on and we got to do the Thor trailer. So that's what we're here to do today. Unfortunately, uh, the young man Cap could not be here with us again today. But again, don't worry, Cap will be back. He's just got some stuff going on. So wish saving him the well. World. Yeah, he's saving the world. But in what the meantime, that? me and Gorgon are here and we're going to give you all this Thor trailer goodness. So Gorgon, are you ready to go? I'm ready. Let's. I've only watched it like, I don't know, I feel like 50 times. I, <laughs> I so Let's hit 51. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Which, by the way, can I just say, I love Korg. I love that it's him narrating. I It makes yes. me so ecstatic. And I love, too, how he says uh, he's been, yeah, he's been saving, Thor's been saving the Earth for, like, 500 years. And, yeah. like, I, I think that's obviously, like, a joke, like, embellishment. But at the same time, I think it's also sort of, like, a reminder of, like Thor has been around for a very long time, way before the Avengers, before uh, Earth slash Midgard has even had any of that kind of stuff. And I'm sure that he's saved either Earth or the people of Earth a couple times, at least before the Avengers and all that stuff came around. Well, it says 500th in time. And need I remind you all, Gore is very important and has history um, and ties through his magical weapon that he carries to a very famous god everybody's been looking for, Null, right? And he absolutely helped beat the Avatar and Null that put him in the stasis that he was where he could be trapped in the Clintar, the cage, right? So, like, yes. if, if they open with how this is all Black the Necro Sword, right, with this, I there's that could obviously be a little small hint to one of the times he saved Earth before we even knew he existed. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if we'll get all of that in this, but like you said, I think it's it's a dual meaning. It's both a joke and a just kind of slight reminder of, yeah, this guy's been around for a long, well, long time. Will we get all that in this? I don't know. You guys go check out our issue we did talking about yes. Gore. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you guys want to know more about that, check out our last issue all about Gore the God Butcher. We go into Null and all how all that could relate. But that's another video, and that's for another time. So let's keep going on this store. God, I love this. Here's me getting in shape. I'm back on my <laughs> diet. I like dad bod to god bod. Like, that's, yes. that's so humorous. Oh, and here she is. Hey. Da -da -da. Mighty Thor. <laughs> so okay so we got to pause again right here so first of all the helmet we gotta mention the helmet we just gotta gloss by it real quick let's do it let's do it i'm i'm the thor guy and i will admit it looks goofy all right i'll admit it it looks goofy and okay. i'll even say i was one i was on twitter defending the helmet when this suit first dropped i was i even said i said just wait till the movie i'm sure in the movie the, the helmet will look a lot better like in live action I was wrong. It looks goofy. What do I hate it? No, I absolutely don't hate it. I think it's fun. It's comic book accurate if that's what you're wanting. But mm -hmm. I will say it. I think it looks goofy. I got to say. I think it looks goofy because it's like slightly askew, right? It's mm -hmm. not centered properly. It's kind of off. But like, I think that's kind of the point of the scene, right? He's yeah. been fighting a building's burning down behind the man, right? He's Thor. He's sometimes kind of clumsy right in the mcu version as opposed to comic version 
right? Mm-hmm. I his stuff's slightly off. He's like, oh yeah, I can grab Mjolnir. Things are right, and then no, no, things, things are right, but not for you, buddy boy. They're going yes. right for her. Notice her mm-hmm. helmet. She looks pristine, perfect, spot on. I think it's done intentional myself, mm-hmm. so I'm here for it. Um, That's I think a great point. Was, I think it was visually done to separate like where the two are on their journey right now. Right. Okay. And I like I'm, that. I'm here for that. Yeah. I really, I never really considered that, but I really like that point, Gorgon. I think you're definitely onto something there for sure. I do want to also talk a little bit just quickly. So obviously the funny helmet frame, but I also want to talk about what's going on in the background here. So in the background, we see like a bunch of, you know, people just fighting these like kind of monsters. You can't really make out what they are. Obviously, I've watched this trailer like 5 million times. So I've, you know, computer enhanced this a couple times. <laughs> and so I will say... Spy kids, quadruple Exactly. So I've been on the case here. And I think my best guess for what they're fighting in this scene is I think that these are going to be Gore's Black Berserkers. And so, and which ties into a lot of the stuff that we talk about in our Gore episode. So so the Black Berserkers, they're basically like dogs, like guard dogs for Gore. And in the books, they even, uh, Thor even says like, they're just completely mindless, just like bloodhounds, basically. They don't really, they don't like strategize or anything like that. They're just out for blood and they're made from all black, the necro sword, which as we discussed our last episode is symbiotes. So the fact, if these are the black berserkers, the simple fact that he's able to project these berserkers. And obviously we see in the trailer as a, a bunch of them, that leads me to believe we're getting some sim stuff. And I don't know how else they would really explain that. What do you What do you think, Gorgon? You didn't hear. You didn't hear. <laughs> Tell me. God is coming. <laughs> I knew you were going with it. <laughs> God is coming. I'm gonna be. Listen, I'm gonna be that incessant person from now until it happens that God is coming. I think they're laying mm-hmm. down too many foundations, and I I can't wait to see this movie live to to see the beginning or really like you know it, it just all start taking off that lead up yeah. I'm, I'm i'm so excited for this movie and where it goes all right you ready to keep going i'm ready let's rock this thing let's rock it she looks so good by the way too hold the on armor. you have to pause there for a minute like or after this yeah right like i love the humor here right how he like nails it down to the day how long it's been <laughs> and the look yeah. on her face oh my god like wow he remembered like, it all like ooh, yeah, right? like, oh, yeah girl cool. you kind of kind of like lost a catch here but he obviously <laughs> lost the real catch like let's be yeah. real um and I, you know like oof uh way big l big l in the chat for for odinson bro yeah um, odinson but, is down bad he's simping hard her helmet bro um i i saw yeah. twitter today eating the helmet alive right they're like it's cgi why is it gotta why is who it cares? gotta do the recall thing like iron man does you know what who cares she yeah. looks badass she looks amazing her armor's mm-hmm. incredible i she he got so stacked for this role, like, right, like, beefed yeah. up in the gym. Like, I, you know what? Good for her. I don't mm-hmm. care if the helmet is something that somebody in prop spent hours on or something people spent hours on to create, right, CGI. Both are a form of art, yeah. right? And, it, and it's not like either of them hurt the movie in any way. Like, I, she looks badass. I love it. Yeah, and I think the helmet, like, even though it is CGI, at least to my eye, it looks seamless to me. Like it doesn't look CGI or it doesn't look wonky or off in any way, at least to me. And this is something I want to get into later with uh, with one of the last shots of this trailer. But just quickly with the helmet, with the Iron Man thing, I feel like her armor in this film is going to be... Uh, like it's going to come from Mjolnir itself because later on in the trailer, like I said, we'll discuss this when we get there, but we see when she lifts the hammer in the air, it re it reforges. So that leads me to believe she can reforge or like 
break apart the hammer at will. And so going along the same guidelines, I think the helmet and her armor works in a similar way. It's not like she has a helmet and just puts it on. Like when she bow does the, you know, she becomes Thor, the helmet and all that kind of just comes onto her similar to in Endgame when Thor calls both the hammers and then he's got the braid in his beard and he's kind of, you know, jacked up a little bit more. Thor mode. Exactly. Like, you know, God mode, if you would. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, God. Like, bro, let's keep going. Keep going. Yes, let's do it. God, it's so pretty. Yeah, the visuals in this movie are great. Amazing. King Valkyrie. Oh, here. Got to stop right here. So this is what I was talking about earlier, Gorgon. So this scene right here, again, this is just my two cents, my tinfoil hat theory time. I'm into I it. Let's go. I think that this is our first look at the God Bomb. So in the Jason Aaron run, the, uh, basically Gore's whole kind of antithesis of his plan to kill all these gods is he creates what he calls the God Bomb. And it's a bomb that's basically the size of a moon. And he, uh, th there's a lot of stuff that goes on. I don't want to go too far into it for people who want to read the run. But basically, he goes to these time gods and they, they uh, give him access to this time travel kind of pool. And so he uses that to build the God Bomb over like the course of like 400 years. And he enslaves other gods into building this again over the course of like thousands of years because he's just like jumping through timelines and his goal is to detonate this bomb which will reverberate through all of time and space and kill all gods like of present past and future so that's kind of his whole big uh, end game goal and again, I don't know if that's the route they're going to go in the movie. I didn't really expect them to go all the way with the God Bomb. But based off this little still here, like I said, that's my if that's my tinfoil hat theory. I think what we're seeing on this little crater, that could be the God Bomb. And what the little kind of hole we see in the space could be like, I don't know how they get to the God Bomb or, you know, whatever I, time I, pocket he was given permission to access right ex yes exactly so but again tinfoil hat this is just my theory here but i think my best guess i think this little part right here is our first look at that god bomb and we'll see a couple more little hints uh i think at least of the god bomb going throughout oh keep going keep going all right let's go necro uh the tendrils Oof. Can we just talk about him saying all gods will die for, oh, God, that makes me so happy. I'll pause it real quick. Yeah. So. I, I remember saying that, right? Like I said, all I wanted out of him for sure was just a quick look at him and him saying all gods must die, right? And here it's yeah. all gods will die. But like, that's what we got, right? We got a very quick look and him saying all gods will die, right? I, I like that we got to see the tendrils with mm -hmm. it. I it's it's not quite how I would envision it, but it's it's dope. I really mm -hmm. dig it. I it it feels very much to me like they're embracing. And now that you mentioned outright earlier his his little his little troops and stuff with it, right? It mm -hmm. feels to me like they're very much embracing all black the necro swords roots. Um, yeah. And I'm I'm really really crossing my fingers that they just openly call it what it is at some mm -hmm. point in the movie just to fully solidify yes that's that's yeah. its name <clears throat> absolutely and like you said that's that this was what i was talking about when i said there's kind of some more evidence i think again with the same kind of logic i'm going with with the black berserkers if mm -hmm. he can do the berserkers and then we just saw that scene where he's kind of walking through those like tendril type things so so where do those tendrils come from like to me, in my mind, that has to be again from All Black the Necro Sword, which again has to then correlate with symbiotes. Which again, not saying that they're going to call them symbiotes or anything like we talked about. That's still going to be far, far away. But far away. just 
the fact that we're seeing these kind of tendril kind of visuals, I think these are the seeds that are being planted for the eventual coming of God, if you will. So let's keep on going with that. Uh, which, by the way, also, I do want to say, I think Gore looks great. I, like, I know he looks different from the comics, but yes. I think that for visual purposes in live action, I think he looks great. I think the comic look just would not translate like people think it would to live action. I agree. And he looks a little different at different points, right? Like here we kind of see some like tattooed striping on him, right? Him saying this. We don't know when he's saying this in story terms, right? Is this before? I would say this is earlier. Right. Or is this like Mm -hmm. shortly after he's picked up the stored where? And then we see him, you know, like in one of the scenes, like with his teeth like bared and everything. And it looks for far more, excuse me, like black in places, right? Than Mm -hmm. it did in others. I, I still wonder if maybe we're on to something. And he'll transform a little bit more like the comic appearance as the as more time goes on. Maybe mm-hmm. he won't. And and I'm kind of fine with it if he doesn't, right? Like I'm I'm enjoying this Christian Bale as terrifying as this paisley gray figure. Right. Yeah. And I think uh, we and- do, I think we do kind of see a, at least a little bit of that transformation in this trailer. Cause like you're saying, especially the still that we're on right now, he looks yeah. very, very Christian Bale. But later on in the trailer, in other shots that we see, like you were saying, like he's got the very pointed teeth. His eyes are like pure yellow and like kind of more I saw like he's got I don't know if it was necessarily supposed to be like blood or it could be from all black. He had like kind of black stuff on his chin and like, you know, kind of spots here and there. So I we we just don't know it because obviously we haven't seen the movie. But I think we are seeing a little bit of what the sword is doing to him in this trailer. But like I said, we just don't know that yet. That's fair. Yeah, but let's keep on going with this. Man, I love the fur on that suit. Same. And the goats. I mm-hmm. Man, I want a shit pulled by space goats. That was sick. That was sick. Oh, Okay, so I got to pause real quick. We just went through a bunch of stuff. Okay, so, so let's I go back talk. to her casting out. Is that what you were talking about when you said it's like she sends parts and pulls it back together, Mjolnir? Yes. So in this little part right here, when she throws it, so Mjolnir's reforged, obviously. We see it with the cracks. And when she throws it, it dissipates back into parts hitting multiple people i wondered when i saw that the first time did she just throw her hammer into tons of mini hammers that's what i thought at first too yeah (laughs) yeah and and so now you say no no yes but no right like she she cast Mm -hmm. it into pieces and then it all that's sick to me i am well in the one of the last scene of the trailer it shows it better and you'll see more of what I mean and why I came to the conclusion. Like I said, I think she can have like the hilts of it and reforge it and dissipate it at will. That's at dope. least that's what it seems like from this trailer. But also I do want to talk just real quickly about this right here. Yes. So oh. This goes back to what I was just talking about earlier with that scene we saw with what I thought was the God bomb. So I think, exactly, I think that this scene right here is related to that one that we saw earlier. And this is him terraforming this moon, getting it ready for the construction of the God bomb. And that's why he takes all black, the necro sword, and just blah impales this i i'm guessing it's a moon it could be a planet though i don't know but i would guess a moon but so like i said that's going back to what i said earlier and all also further evidence of why i think that we might be getting the god bomb here i'm here for this and then go forward just a little bit i also do want to talk about where they're at in these scenes right right so we see this place come up a couple times in the trailer with zeus and Valkyrie, Korg, they're all in this place with you know these other gods. And so a lot of people are saying that this is Olympus, which obviously is a very good guess. I mean, that's most likely what it is. Right. But 
I am going to come out of left field here. And other people have said this. I will say, I think I was one of the first. So tweet it out. <laughs> Get it out. But I am going to say, I'm going on the record. I think that this place is omnipotent city. And I have a couple of reasons I think this. So yes, obviously Zeus is kind of the main person that we see. But so omnipotent city, it's basically a place of like, communion for all immortals or gods and like you know they come there to sign peace treaties they come there to like hold parties and it's like a place that you know you can't uh feud with people there it's just a place where gods can come to commune with each other and kind of discuss things and it's the home of what they call the parliament of pantheons as well as the high holy court and so basically what both these things are is just a collection of gods that kind of come to decisions on, you know, different matters uh, in regards to gods. And so going off okay. on this little tangent, the reason I think that this is omnipotent city as opposed to Olympus is because, yes, we see Zeus, but in one still, I think it was released from Entertainment Weekly. I'll throw it up on the video here, but we see Boss which I'm not sure if it's yes. supposed to be a human avatar of Boss or if it's Boss uh, herself, but she's standing right in front of uh, Jane and Valkyrie. So yeah. that leads me to believe that there's, there's not just Olympus pantheon gods here. There's all sorts of gods in the crowd that's behind them because we don't get a good look at the crowd that's there. So... Like I said, that's why that's a couple of reasons why I think that this place is omnipotent city. And later on in the trailer, that the shot that I keep coming back to with Jane, I think gives a little bit further evidence that it could be omnipotent as opposed to Olympus. I like that. Now, before you hit unpause, I'm looking at their suits right now, right? And mm -hmm. like, sure, there's similarities between both Thors, but I'm noticing more similarities in my opinion between Jane's armor and King and Valkyrie's in design. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think that's intentional because Tychus said that he wants to keep true to the Jane story as close as he can with this, right? And it's important that Jane Foster later becomes head of the Valkyries, right? Absolutely. I, so I think that's important to notate from the start mm -hmm. um, that, that yes, her armor has some inspiration from Thor's, right? And similarities, but in my opinion, it looks a lot more similar to King Valkyries. That's a great catch, Gorgon. And also I'll add to, I'll throw a still of this up as well, because we already went past it. I don't want to go back. But in earlier in the trailer, we see uh, what a lot of people I think are assuming is Valkyrie coming in on a Pegasus. And I personally think after going through the trailer a couple of times, I think that that's Jane. I think that's Mighty Thor on the Pegasus, which again, furthers your kind of point that she is going to become a Valkyrie. I mean, maybe at the end of this movie, maybe in a future movie, I don't know. But I think with the costume similarities, if it is her riding the Pegasus, I think all of those are little kind of hints and seeds at what is to come for Jane Foster. Straight up. Straight up. Yeah. All right. So let's keep going with this. Valkyrie taking on Gore. In the in that zone you were talking about mm -hmm. with all black and white. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about this a little bit beforehand. So this scene right here, where we have Gore, Thor, Valkyrie, and Mighty Thor, and they're all kind of in this black and white sort of setting, which I would assume this is going to be the kind of final battle like the kind of big right. you know battle of the movie and we kind of have different uh, opinions on this so I want to get into this real quick but since I already kind of went through my whole uh, god bomb kind of seeds I'm just gonna say real quick so like I was saying I think that this uh, black and white setting I think again this is more evidence for the god bomb and this again this is just my theory tinfoil hat time but I think, again, this is where the God Bomb is. And it is going to be in some kind of like 
time void or void of time. I don't know how they'll do it for the movie. You know, I'm sure they'll have some kind of technical jargon for it. But again, basically in the books, he uh, builds the, the God bomb throughout time. Like he uses this pool to, you know, do it throughout like thousands of years. So I think in the movie, how they're going to translate that is, like I said, they're going to put him in kind of a little pocket, like I said, whatever they want to call it. And that's where this battle is taking place. And they're trying to stop the God bomb from being detonated. But that's just my, that's just what I think. Like I said, we were talking about this earlier and you also had a really good uh, interesting yeah, I, take I, I agree with you on that for this 100%. I think that, like, I think you're writing on to something that, like, almost all of the black and whites are within the same area, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think that makes sense for physical location, right? Because, like, otherwise, why would you visually show a black and white place distinctly different from the colorized place as a physical place like we saw earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, with that in mind, though, I don't think all the black and white scenes we see are going to happen in the moment. I think some of them are going to be like flashbacks that we get from Gore's perspective, right? I think Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff involving Gore in this is going to be black and white for him in including some of it as flashbacks, like looks at his past, right? Like Mm -hmm. we might not see him, you know, stabbing the the plan as he first got or I don't or when we see him get get all black for the first time right like and it goes black and white like that that won't be like we saw it as it happened it'll be like a memory or a flashback yeah Mm -hmm. yeah which I think is entirely possible too and it could even be a mix of both could be like you said when he does the flashbacks they choose the black and white and then you know if I am right and they do some kind of weird time void nonsense they could use the black and white to visually show, like you said, that they're in this kind of different place. Right. But I like I like the use of a lack of color in a physical place without it for gore. I think that's very thematic for him. And mm-hmm. I think it's it'll be really fun to see how Taika does that. Yeah. And I think, too, like, obviously, the void of color is interesting. But we know Taika and we know he loves his kind of vibrant uh, color action sequences. Yeah, so I'm interested, as much as I'm interested with the black and white, I'm even more interested to see how he's going to inject color into these black and white scenes. Like maybe with the use like of the thunder. A second ago, right? With uh, with uh, the Valkyrie, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's so... a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Like stuff like that. I think he's going to do a really great job visually with the use of like limited color and the black and white. I think that's going to be really cool. Thanks. Let's keep it on going. We're almost at the end here, and we're almost at that shot that I keep bringing up. Oh, here it is. Boom. Boom. It was so, so brief. So brief, and I've been talking about it this whole time. We got we to gotta do the joke. Woo! <laughs> like too hard. Cow, yeah. So dope. so dope, so dope. But let me go back real quick. Okay, like you said, literally blink and you'll miss it. Boom, pause. Okay. Boom. Nailed it. Yeah, so right here. So this is the scene that I keep kind of coming back to because I think it's important for a couple reasons. So when we see, so we see kind of, it's hard to see on the screen right now, but if you replay this back, you'll see what I'm talking about. And if you look at the hammer, when she holds it up initially, it's just the the handle of it and like maybe a little bit of the top and as the lightning comes down it like starts reforging in her be us looking at her getting mjolnir for the first time i don't necessarily think for the first time but i think this is just another example of what i'm talking about in the sense of one of the new abilities that milnir is going to have and that jane is going to have with milnir is this ability to kind of reforge and unforge it at will so See, the like, reason I asked is because of the heads right around her, mm-hmm. right? I we don't have Thor's mom at this point in time. So yes. who's gonna send the hammer down to earth, right? Like for Jane. Obviously, the the how she gets the hammer is gonna be a little bit different, mm-hmm. right? Than normal. Well, what if it was had something to do with the watchers and the living tribunal and eon, right? Yes. Like what if these beings had a hand in in her creation this time that would be dope i like that too i was going to get into the statues too so you just mentioned this is this is huge i think this is really a huge kind of scene here so the we got these she's 
reforge and millionaire kind of you know power stance and she's standing in front of all these statues and there's a couple that i can't make out but we for sure have a statue of the living tribunal we have a watcher which i'm not sure if it's a watsu himself or just another uh, not anonymous anonymous watcher uh we also have death which we've never seen death in the MCU before, but that I, I mean, it, I feel like it has to be death. There could be someone else. It's so important. And then on the other side there next to death is a character. I don't really know much about, which, you know, if you guys know, drop it in the comments, but he is called uh, Eon E O N. And he is, uh, I think like one of an, an elder God of some sort and he's he's a big player not nothing not necessarily a big player as far as story but like i said he's as far as i'm uh my understanding he's one of kind of the elder gods of the universe well and and, that's, that's how come i wonder if this could be like they chose mm-hmm. her right there must always be a Thor, right yes. okay well and it and then if if say you're right and they're doing the god bomb right mm-hmm. with this and and i think you are and and he got this like time pocket thing from these eternal beings well wouldn't it make sense that they balanced out the forces to fight it i, I like that right? mm-hmm. so, yeah. i never really thought of that but i i think that's a really good theory and like you said if something like the god bomb like that's something that these entities would have to deal with like the tribunal is basically the judge of the galaxy or the universe so that is something that he would have to deal with. I'm gonna kind of come in with another theory though. Like I said, I like where you're going with this, Gorgon, and I totally think that's possible. But I'm gonna come out, which again, this, these could both be true, but I'm gonna say that this is more evidence to what I was talking about earlier of omnipotent city. So I think that this scene right here takes place in the same place that we see earlier with Zeus and Valkyrie and all them. Maybe this is like, I don't know, a basement level of it. But I think that, like, again, this is that's going to be omnipotent city and that the city is going to come under attack, maybe by gore or the berserkers. I don't know. But I think this the reason I think this is more evidence of omnipotent city, because, like I said, this is a place of uh, omnipotent city is a place for immortal gods to kind of come and commune so it would make sense to me that they would have a place like that would have statues of these kind of big players of the universe like the tribunal and owatu and death so again i like where you're going with that and i think both things could be true but that's yeah, kind I mean, of it could very well be they chose her and this happens to be there right why yeah, not exactly yeah so like i said i don't want to say like i like your theory and i think both can be true like I said, that's kind of what I took from this is, again, more evidence that this could be omnipotent city as opposed to Olympus. Because then it, it got me thinking as well, if this was Olympus and say this scene takes place in Olympus, I, it doesn't really make sense for me, at least for Olympus to have statues of the tribunal, death, Eon, Owatu. Again, to you know, me, in my I, mind, it makes a lot more sense for that to be in omnipotent city. No, it makes Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. And then another thing, too, I want to bring up with Jane, since we're on the topic of Jane Foster right now, I think it's interesting and very intentional that we have not seen her in this trailer without Milner. Every time we've seen her in all of the trailers, she has Milner and is like powered up. And I think that's very intentional. And spoilers for anyone who hasn't read Jason Aaron runs or don't know about this but in the book she has cancer and I think that what we're seeing in the trailer is very deliberately shown to kind of keep the cancer not under wraps because we all we know that that's coming but I think it's a very deliberate choice that we've only seen Jane powered up in this trailer I think I'm sad And and I just realized while we were talking about this, right? So one of my favorite moments from the Aaron run about her with with cancer, right? And with it Mm -hmm. is without the hammer, she is just a scrawny woman riddled with cancer. The chemo has torn down. She is tired. Mm -hmm. She's exhausted. She is weak. Her body is failing, right? Yeah. And despite all that and the toll that the hammer takes on her with her cancer, 
she still beat Odin's sexist old ass six ways to Sunday and Dude. back like she was built for it and had everybody cheering. Still does, right? I don't know mm -hmm. anybody who, when they read that, doesn't just get so hyped for her Bro, to win. She beat Odin, the Phoenix, the War Thor. Yeah. Like, dude, she is she is and, the best. Like she is and so we're not cool. gonna get her beating Odin's ass in the MCU. You know what I mean? I know. But, that's so sad. So, yeah, yeah, I'm you know, we'll we'll never get get that. And I I that's gotta be like my favorite scene, you know, about her mm -hmm. dealing with cancer. And I think you're right. I think it's intentional that they they left that out so far in the trailer. I think that's gonna be a huge deal in the Absolutely. movie. Um, particularly given that, like, you know, she's been gone X amount of time. Why hasn't she reached out? Right. Like, mm -hmm. I, why hasn't he reached out? Like, you know, I, I, yeah. I feel like there's, I think there's something onto that about it being intentional. And I'm really, Taika, we all know Taika can really hit home in a mm -hmm. lot of ways with deep subjects, even out of places you don't expect it to be. Um, Absolutely. And, and I'm already predicting Tyke is going to have all of us bawling our eyes out in theaters with, mm -hmm. with how he handles her cancer. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, we know for a fact, like I said, I, I it's not really a spoiler because we do know that they she is going to have cancer in the movie. Like they have, they've confirmed that already. And I think too, like we were just saying, I don't know, I feel like for people who hate on Jane and hate on the Mighty Thor run and stuff, I don't know, man. I just think like that whole concept of her having cancer. So for those out there who don't know, who haven't read the run, it's not even just that she has cancer and that when she picks up the hammer, like she doesn't have cancer anymore. There's a trade-off with that. So not, so it's not even just when she picks up the hammer, she doesn't have cancer. The trade-off is every time she drops the hammer, all of the chemotherapy and all the stuff that's supposed to be fighting her cancer when she's Thor, all of that is purged from her body. So every time she picks up the hammer, while when she's wielding the hammer, she is cured of her cancer. Every time she puts it down, her cancer is accelerated exponentially. So right. it's a, I think that's just a very interesting concept and a very interesting concept of like what it takes to be a hero and the cost of being a hero and the fact that she, knowing that every time she picks up that hammer, it's going to cost her more years of life and make her cancer even worse. And she still chooses to pick it up because she knows she has to, I think just is such a cool character arc. And I just don't see how people can't get on board with that. Like that is such Same. a powerful kind of thing. And I'm just super excited to see that. Another tinfoil hat theory. I don't want to cut you off too much, Gorgon. But no, I you're think, fine. Get I after think it. That cancer, I think that cancer came from the ether that we saw in Thor the Dark World. So in Thor the Dark World, she gets consumed by the ether, which we later find out is the reality stone. And I think there's, there's no way that you can be consumed by an infinity stone and not come away with some kind of ill effects from right. that. They and we know how Peter Quill could only do it because he's, you know, in, in the MCU, like half, mm -hmm. you know, like living planet level God, right? Like exactly. I, so yeah, no, that that makes sense because she at that point was just a human. Yeah. And we I, know too that the infinity stones themselves emit a massive amount of gamma radiation that we learned from Endgame and oh. Infinity War. So if she, again, she's consumed. broke up after Dark World at some point. He mentioned that in one of the other movies. Maybe he didn't blip. Maybe she, she left because of the cancer. She pulled a Deadpool. Yes. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. And again, this is all just my kind of theories and stuff, but that's, that's my best guess. guess right that 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 Odinson's gonna have to go through as all of this bs unfolds through the movie right <laughs> of realizing like yes this part was you but this part was not you right like you're mm -hmm. mad and upset about things you don't understand it was this right the ego death he's gonna have to go through here yeah definitely and i think it's gonna be interesting too to see how they're gonna play on the worthiness aspect of it because oh, in the I, it's it's right there it's the cancer 
right? Yeah. There is the worthiness, right? Mm-hmm. She is just a human being who, despite everything, despite her dying, right, literally dying, I, she picks up the hammer and fights, knowing mm-hmm. that the moment she's not holding Mjolnir, it's all going to hit her like a truck. She's going to lose years of her life right every time it resets the clock and rapid accelerates it on her progress of you know what i mean it resets Mm -hmm. any progress she's made at fighting the cancer and then just accelerates it as if that stuff never happened in the first place right the sacrifice she is going through every single time Mm -hmm. right like she knows she is going to die it's not a question of today it's not a question of tomorrow she knows she is and that this cancer is going to do it and she knows being a hero is going to accelerate that yet she still picks up the hammer because there's a fight and there must always be a thor exactly what is more worthy this woman is Mm -hmm. so worthy that she became like head of the valkyries right I nah man, just a human from Midgard became king became head of the Valkyries here. I just nah man, that's that's yeah. the word. I Absolutely. imagine somebody trying to go on Twitter and be like, well, she's not really Thor, right? Or she's not worthy. Imagine being so sexist <laughs> that you're hating on a on a woman who weighs a buck twenty-five soaking wet who's riddled with cancer. Like yeah. go touch grass. Literally. Yeah, I think you you put uh, you hit the nail on the head with that one, Barga. And you, everybody out there knows that I am going to defend the mighty Thor till the death. And everyone comes at yeah. me and gets mad at me for saying that she's Thor. And but she's I'll Thor. tell you right now, I didn't write the story. I don't write these books. Like the the <laughs> book is called Mighty Thor, and that's it. Like I don't know why you guys are getting mad at me for that, but. Oh. Moving on from all that, though, like you said, I think you hit it on the head, and I think that this is going to be a major point of where the book is going to be different from the movie, because as we've talked about before in the book, uh, Thor Odinson is literally unworthy. Like, he cannot pick up Milner, and that's for other reasons. But in this movie, we know that Thor is worthy, and there's the whole, uh, the reason I, my name's Fat Thor in Endgame, the whole I'm still worthy scene. So he is worthy of Mjolnir. So I think in the movie, the way they're going to play on that is he's not going to be unworthy in the sense of like physically being able to pick up Mjolnir. But I think the way that they're going to play it is we hear him in the beginning of the trailer saying like, I'm on a journey to find myself or whatever. I think that the way they're going to play on it is it's going to be He's in this transition period. And like we have that great scene of him and Frigga too in in Endgame where he says, you know, everyone fails at who they're supposed to be, but it's who it's what we do with who we are. That that's what makes a hero. And like, that's what's important. So I think where we're going to find Thor in this movie is kind of on that journey of, okay, well, I know who I am as a warrior. I know who I was as a king. I know who I was as an Avenger, but who am I as a person? Who am I, who am Thor, I Odinson? Thor Odinson? Exactly. And I think that's going to be where the whole Jane becoming worthy is going to come into play. Again, I don't think it's going to be like the books where he's actually unworthy. Like he could pick up Milnir, but I think Milnir goes to Jane because one, the situation of what's going on with Gore, and two, like you were just saying, it sees the worthiness of Jane. And they know that like, you know, there's also the other famous line, there there always must be a Thor and there doesn't always have to be just one. Sometimes there needs to be more than one. That's how it goes. So I think uh, Mjolnir having some sentience to it chooses Jane just like it does in the books, but just the circumstances of how it chooses her, I think, will be well, a little just different. Like the books, right? You mentioned that you feel like the helmet in her arm or something she gets from Mjolnir. That would be mm-hmm. something special and unique to her and Mjolnir, right? The same way in the books at one point, Mjolnir disguises itself as a clone of yes. her, right? And makes it look like there's more than one. And everybody goes, wait, what? Yeah. And like, correct me if I'm wrong, because you're the Thor expert on all this, mm-hmm. right? But doesn't Odin have to be the one to explain? No. 
Mjolnir is more than just like an enchanted hammer, right? Mjolnir is yes. sentient. Mjolnir has its own bond with others, and and he mm-hmm. even complements his her bond with Mjolnir, saying it is unlike any he's seen before, including that of his own flesh and blood. Yeah, absolutely. So you just you explained it perfectly, but yeah. So I will recommend uh, real quick all this stuff that we're talking about. Mighty Thor issue number twelve. That is going to give you the kind of origin of Mjolnir. And like Gorgon is just saying, so Mjolnir is sentient. Mjolnir itself is a hammer, but inside of the hammer is an ancient god called the god Tempest or the mother storm. And basically this god was just a giant storm, like the size of a galaxy. And it was said like the thunder from this storm could decimate planets and entire star systems. And I'll make to make a long story short, Odin battles the god Tempest and he entraps the uh, this god in a piece of Uru. And then he takes the Uru to the dwarves who then forge it into Mjolnir. So this god Tempest has been trapped inside of the hammer Mjolnir for centuries. And that's eons. Yeah. And that's even the whole reason that Odin puts the enchantments on the hammer in the first place is because the god Tempest is so unruly and pissed off that it's stuck inside this hammer that he has to put enchantments on it just to even make it wieldable by someone who is worthy. So that's the whole reason that there's even these enchantments on it in the first place. And like Gorgon saying, so the god Tempest, it kind of has a say more or less on who is worthy or not. And the relationship between Jane and Milnir, this god, is probably the strongest of, I would say, probably any of the wielders of Mjolnir that we've seen. And they kind of have a special relationship, which allows Jane and Mjolnir to kind of do things that Thor Odinson couldn't do with Mjolnir. And I think that a lot of this, I don't think we'll see all of this in the movie, but I think the idea of Milner having a sentience to it is going to come into play in here. And I think that's going to be a major reason why, I mean, that's kind of the main reason why Jane picks up the hammer. It's not just that she decides like, oh, I'm going to be Thor now. The hammer chooses her. Boom. Like, does Boom. the wand choose the wizard or does the wizard choose the wand, right? Exactly. Like- the wand chooses the wizard, Mr. Potter. We on this channel do not support the bigot who wrote those stories at all, despite no. any references that might be made culturally here or there. But oh. I think that kind of covers everything. I mean, I thought the trailer was great. It got me, I mean, I'm obviously the Thor guy, so I'm excited regardless. But this got me even more excited. What about you, Gorgon? Are you um, more I'm excited? I'm, I am super, I'm super happy with how they handle gore, um, which is a huge deal for me, right? I, as, as a symbiote bro, that gore is where, right, your love of Thor and my love of symbiotes really, really have this, this pinnacle of meat in the middle. And a mm. lot of it hinges on what the MCU does with, with gore from here forward, right? And like how they, how they handle the, the blade. And I, I really enjoyed it. I'm really looking forward to see what happens with King Valkyrie, right? I, I want to know more, right? I Okay, the comics, the, the new comics with the new character, Rune of the Valkyrie, came out after the initial casting, but has the same facial markings. But every but Tessa Thompson has said, like, on Twitter years ago that she's Brunhilde, mm-hmm. right? But we haven't had a name call. Let's have a name call, yeah. right? Let's, let's, get a, let's get a name there, not just title, yeah, I, I'm I agree. What happens with with Jane? I'm I'm still crossing my fingers that we get my boy, your boy, Beta Ray Bill, right? Oh, I'm, I'm dude, Beta Ray! I even got my face Beta Ray on right now. Man. I, dude. you know, I don't see why not. So sometimes yeah. it takes more than one Thor. Exactly. I think I think the chance for Beta Ray Bill. Well, I'll just say this real quick. I think I'm right now for me, I'm about a 50-50. I think on one hand, I think it would be super easy to add him in there. Like we were talking about before, he could be on Sakaar, which we do see Sakaar in this trailer. So they do go back there. So it would be super easy to just be like, yeah, he was there. And, you know, we picked him up, him and Korg are homies or something like that. But on the other side of it, though, I also think that this movie is introducing a lot of players already 
I mean, we got Mighty Thor, we got Olympus, or, you know, maybe Olympus with Zeus, we got the, you know, maybe Bost, we know there's going to be other gods in there, we have the entire Guardians of the Galaxy cast in there, so while I would love, you, you know I love Bill, and I would love to see him there, that's going to be the kind of main reason I'm thinking he might not show up. It's just because no, I fair. think you're right. It's a lot of, stacked. It's, it's an say, all-star cast. It's a heavy cast. It's, a, it's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of players on the board already. And I and honestly, part of me also feels I would rather save Bill for something where he can shine a little bit more than to shove him into this with all these other players going on. Because, I mean, if he is in the movie, how much time are we really going to get with Bill? with all these other characters I just mentioned. No, that's fair. I, it, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be fair. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I'm, you know, just a, just a reference or just a shot at yes. him in the background, right? Mm-hmm. I would make me happy. Just, just a taste. Yeah. I hope, I hope for a setup. That's what I'm going to hope for is a setup for Bill, but I'm not going to hold out for like him being a main part of like this, uh, the plot. That's same. Yeah, no, same, yeah. same. But I, I really enjoyed it. I'm super stoked. I'm stoked for this probably more than I have been any Marvel movie in 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 a year or so. I, the fact that this far we've only had one teaser really and one trailer and a few like photos come out in promo, right? But like mm-hmm. no links, no like onset photos. Yeah. Stuff. Like it's it's been so lock and key. I hope they keep it like this '90s style. Don't give mm-hmm. us another trailer till like two weeks before it's set to release. One that makes everybody go, "Oh crap! What? What? What?" <laughs> I was like, I don't even want another one. To be but honest, I, I'm cool with this. Like this one gave me everything I need. Like I am. If this is all they give us, that is fine with me. Like I said, I feel like I got everything I needed from this trailer. But obviously, I'm the Thor guy. So I'm going to, of course, say that. I thought it was great. Uh, You guys, when y'all watch this, uh, let us know down in the comments below what your favorite part was, if there's something you're looking forward to, if there's something you have more questions about after watching the trailer, right? Or if you caught something we didn't, uh, please, please drop it down below. Share. Go crazy. Yeah, drop it in the comments. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know if you guys got a theory that we didn't hit on. Let us know what it is. Like Gorgon said, if we miss something, let us know. We are always down to nerd out. Any questions you guys have, we're here to answer them. But as far as Thor goes, I think that's really all we got for you guys as far as the trailer goes, other than just being super excited for it. Gorgon, do you got anything else you want to say about the Thor trailer? Um, yeah, that was, I think we decided that's like a 51st, 52nd rewatch for me, right? Probably with pauses and backups. So I think uh, after this, I'm going to go watch it for the 53rd time. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm probably going to go watch it for the 356th time. So <laughs> let's do it. Well, thank you guys for coming and hanging out with us. We hope you enjoyed this video. Consider giving us a like, subscribe. And like we said before, hit us up in the comments. Let us know what you thought of the trailer if you're excited. Y'all have a great one, guys. I'm gonna do this all day.